We've got a big announcement, girlies. We're going on tour. We're going on tour. We're hitting the road, Jack. Woo! So don't you come back no more, no more. We're bringing our tour. That's showbiz all that's over showbiz. Ireland. You have to say it like that. Well, oh, but I that's can't sing. Showbiz. That's showbiz. That's <laughs> showbiz. You have to say it like old, old-timey American. <laughs> <laughs> I'll work on it I'll work on it we, we, That has to okay. feature In the show okay, I'll work on it I'll work on it We're coming to Name them A city near you We're going to Cork Limerick Galway Belfast And Dublin Yeah sorry about the Midlands But we can't drive And we need to be accessed by train We don't really know Any of those com- Sorry our, our, <laughs> our geography knowledge Of that part of Ireland Is limited But if you want to come see us Go to ticketmaster.ie And Take get your tickets Because they're flying out The door girls And our girlies In the UK and Australia Don't worry because there's exciting dates coming soon. Yeah. Keep the eyes peeled. That's keep all we'll say Keep the eyes and ears or peeled. And the ears, because you yeah. might hear it on here again. Do you keep your ears peeled? Keep the ears clean, I would say. Anyway, maybe. we're waffling. Anyway, also, link in the episode description on how to get your tickets. Exactly. See you then. See you, girlies. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. Did you see the thing? It was like, um, you know, WAP. Uh, what, what's it called? With this pussy. <laughs> Wait, that's pussy. No, Do you know WAP, PJ? <laughs> Are you familiar with what? What did I, what did I say? It's too far. What? What? That's pussy. Did you see the tweet at all? And it was like, what? And it was like, W, where's my cat? A, ah, there's my cat. And then it was P. <laughs> no. I got some laugh off it. Sometimes just silly bits like that make me laugh. Anyway. Hey girlies, I'm Kevin. And I'm PJ. And welcome back to I'm Grandmam. Woo! Do you think people do the woo with us as they're listening? Well, I saw someone tweeted saying that she does the woo. She does the woo. She does the woo as well. Who else does the woo? Who else is wooing girls? Can we get a woo-woo if you do the woo? No. No, I hated that. Too fair. I hated that the moment it left my mouth. <laughs> How are we doing, girlies? How are we? Happy International Podcasting Day. <laughs> How could we forget? We actually did. We never clue what was going on, lads. Yeah. We were getting tagged in loads of stuff there. People being like, happy International Podcasting Day. Well, I wouldn't say loads. Well, ACAST, the publisher, <laughs> tagged us in something. How do people feel about National Podcasting Day? How do we feel about any national, national holidays day? That's made up. They're just rent Like, anyone can make a national day. I googled it. And like, as, as long as it gets popular... Yeah... 
people can have fun. Can get away with it. We could make like a national like skitty bang day. <gasps> and it's a day when everyone just has a skitty bang. No I one, goes, love no, no one that. goes to work. Yeah. Pure pranks, but not too much hijinks. National Lisp Day, where you're only allowed to talk if you have a lisp. <laughs> now, I don't know how that will come about. Because everyone be getting spat on. Just lisps, like. Like, you'll be always spitting on me. Um, what other holidays are there? There's, like, do? National Coffee Day and stuff already exists. Oh, but they're so basic. Yeah. The gay intern. The gay intern coming for that. <laughs> we give the gay intern such a hard time, don't we? But they're, the, they're the backbone of the company. They are, to be fair. Sorry, girls, I just made a lovely cuppa. Well, you were having a coffee, I'm having a cuppa. Had to pop to the shops just before the record, realised we had no milk in the fridge. Sans milk. Quel cauchemar. Quel cauchemar. What a nightmare, <gasps> French, yeah. Oh, what about my new catchphrase? What is it? I told you last Friday, remember when I came out in the bray? Is it French? Yeah. <laughs> you seem very underwhelmed there. You loved it on Friday. Oh, no, because it's so ingrained in me now. What do you mean? Like, I've been using it. Oh, right. But is it French? You didn't see it as new. It's my new thing, so I'll go, yeah, but it's a French. I love it. But, like, it doesn't even have to make sense in the context of the sentence. So someone could be like, you know, there might be, like, an awkward moment when you're out with friends and there might be, like, an awkward interaction or someone might say something that's kind of shady and it might just get a bit awkward and I just go... Yeah, but it's a French. That's brilliant. Laughter ensues. I'm yeah, like, that's my new phrase. Like you're chatting to someone online and then they're like, do you want my number? You just reply, <laughs> but it's a French. And then they're going to be like, what? You have to say, yeah, but it's a French. Yeah, comma. But it's a French. But it's a French. Okay. Do you love it? I love it. Well, I was after a few wines when I loved it more. Yeah, I feel like we hyped it up way too much on Friday. It was as if we came up. <laughs> With a cure for the common cold. What else happened? What else is going on? What else is going on? Do we talk about the cat that's gone missing in the estate? Oh my god, actually, PSA girlies, our housemate Tash came home <laughs> and we were like, what are you doing? We thought she was out orienteering for the day because there was like a map in a Polly Pocket. We didn't know what was going on. Also, what do they call Polly Pockets over here? Polly Pockets? No, I feel like that's a stunning name that the Irish came up with. I feel like over here they just call it a sheet of plastic or something. <laughs> plastic ring folder, <laughs> sheet of plastic thing. Anyway. Anyway, she came back with it. We thought she was out doing treasure hunts, but it's actually very sad because there's a lost cat in the neighbourhood. But also, we were living for the text on the last sheet. This, the cat is stunning. The cat's stunning. And, and listeners in the Stratford area, listen up, girlies. So it says... Cat's name, colon, he answers to the name of, also, I wish you could get an insight here and witness the change of the colour of the fonts. What would you say that font is? Is it a... I think they're the same font. It's the same font, but I'm saying the oh, colour of the font. Black, it's say. an area. Anyway, and then it goes into red and it says, answers to the name of tiger or tigre, brackets, Spanish... I'm dead at that. The cat is bilingual. The cat is bilingual. We need a bilingual cat if we're getting a cat. Do you think if you went to find him, he'd have like a gorgeous Spanish owner? (gasps) I didn't even think of that. It didn't cross my mind. Male tabby cat, eight to nine years old. I'm sorry, girl, but he's dead. Eight to nine years old. He went somewhere to pass away peacefully. He's missing a toe from his left paw and he's microchipped. Well, just type in the microchip into Google and go find What's him. What's the story with the microchips if you can't even find your cat? Don't be getting the budget microchips, girlies. They never work. What's the microchip for? To get the vets more money. 
It probably is, because surely we should be putting the microchips in and then getting the app for our phone and then going, oh, where's my cat? Oh, there's my cat. Actually, did you see that? <laughs> where's thing? my cat? There's my cat. It's the next single on the EP. <laughs> Where's my cat? There's my cat. Where's my cat? There's my cat. Anyways, he is a very friendly cat who likes to sleep a lot. He was last seen on the 28th of the 9th, 2020 in the parking spot of the That's Stratford my favourite bitch. Dentist practice at 6am. So he's stunning teeth. He was in getting um, a hygiene check. No, he was getting knocked down. He was in a parking spot. Stop saying that pee. But like, sorry now, but Yeah, like, but the person who owns could be listening could still have high hopes. Yeah, okay, we'll keep an eye out. But also, sorry now, if I did come across a stray cat and I saw, like, tiger or tigra in the street, <laughs> I wouldn't have a clue what to do. I'd I be petrified. Like, if I saw a missing dog, I'd know what to do. You go... And then you pick it up. And then you walk it home. What do you do with a cat? I feel like you'd have to pounce on it. You'd actually have to catch it unawares, because otherwise... You're not going to get it. They're going to scurry away. So you'd probably have to like sneak up behind it and like tackle it. So if we do see the cat, what are we going to do? Oh, yeah. And then you get um, the pompous pair and you like twiddle along the floor. (laughs) Well, I'm not walking around with a feather in my pocket in case I see the cat. I feel like a really gratifying act is to find someone's last thing that they've given up hope on. Do you know what I mean? Mm. St. Anthony, St. Anthony. St. Anthony, St. Anthony, pum. <laughs> That's it, I think. Tabby cat. I don't know what a tabby cat is. Stunning cat. Jason Derulo. It's a stunning cat, so I wouldn't be surprised if it was stolen. Do you know what? One of my most irrational fears is... That your cat will be stolen. Not that my cat will be stolen, as I don't have one. Maybe if I had one, that would be it. But secondly, is if touch wood, I was to go missing... And someone just pulled a random photo of me that they just had on their phones. Mm. Like, the thing is, I'm going to have to do with you after the record. I'm going to have to give you pre-approved photos... That you have to... That you're allowed to use for the side of the milk carton and for social media if I go missing. Don't go trolling through random old photos that you have in random albums. The thing is, if I wanted my photo to be seen by the public, it's already on my gram. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Just take one take one that I've uploaded to my Instagram because yeah. I'm obviously happy with that. Yeah. Now, obviously, we're not going to be using the ones where we're in our speedos. Why not? Actually, maybe it could be a good idea to like draw the eye. Yeah. Because you'd go like, oh, what's that? But hopefully you don't go missing. I don't know what I'd do. I don't know what I'd do either. I'd probably start like a, a, another podcast though. If, if you went missing? No, if you went missing, I'd start a podcast searching for you like... I would hate that. I know. And then you'd come back. <laughs> the quickest way to keep you, like, fighting for your life would be for me to start a podcast without you and you'd be raging and then you'd get ra- get away from your kidnapper to come back. I would be furious. <laughs> that's actually, that's actually my second most irrational fear. That. <laughs> <laughs> and also, I spoke about this before, but my third one would be if I to describe like the kidnapper, so if I witnessed you being kidnapped, yeah, that's imagine my, me that's describing my the kidnapper. Fear. I wouldn't have a clue. Mm. But also, I feel like if someone was to kidnap me, if they didn't know me and were just like, "Oh, we're driving past," and they said, "Oh, we'll kidnap him," they'd regret it instantly. Yeah, because you'd be like, "What are you doing? Where are you taking me?" <laughs> I'd ask too many questions. I'd be like, "Does not smell in the car? Do you have air freshener?" <laughs> I'd be like, "Can you wind down the window, please?" Very stuffy in the car. Like, I know I've been kidnapped, but, yeah. like, same time, like... Also, can you not put me on my side? Like, I'm fucking so uncomfortable. <laughs> just roll me to my back. And as well, I feel like I'd just be screaming as well. 
Oh, just constant screaming. Just I'd be constantly screaming and I like everything would like you know how easily startled I get. Can you imagine if it was actually like a real life scenario where something serious was happening and I was being kidnapped? I would be screaming. Do you know what? I thought they'd be allergic to you, right? Yeah. But I think they'd have a skit. I think you'd be kept longer. It would go one or two ways, wouldn't it? I imagine they'd be like, oh girls, they paid the ransom now, but isn't he so funny? We would just keep him for the <laughs> laugh. Are we gonna have to put a trigger warning in for people who've been kidnapped? Who's listening? Who's been kidnapped? Should I gone? No, because oh, they've been, been returned. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah or we found can. or whatever. Anyway, anyway, if you're in the Stratford area and you see a stunning tabby cat, it's Tiger and bring it back to us. We want the reward. Yeah. There's no reward, I don't know, so they mustn't love him that much. That's the thing. It's the reward that would make me go. Would you ever see that when you were younger? If there was ever anything up like about a reward and you'd nearly go, oh, I do that. But if I did bring back the cat and like say now it was like 50 quid reward and they were like crying and they were like, oh my God, thank you so much for bringing back the cat. And the daughter's like, oh my God, I couldn't sleep for night days. And then they were like, thank you so much. And then I'm just standing there. I'd be like, where's my 50 euro? <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, you're, how would you oh bring that God, up? Yeah. How would you bring because it up? that's the last thing on their minds as yeah. well. But you can't be like, on oh, the money? Yeah, so, and what, the money? so what if they don't offer, right? And you're just standing there and you're giving, you gave them back the cash and then you're like, where's the 50 quid though? That's my fourth most irrational fear. All <laughs> of my fears are two things. Oh my God. My irrational fear is that when I meet people in a room, that five minutes later, one of them is just going to turn to me and go, what's my, <laughs> what's my name? You're the worst and I'm, like, oh, I'm so sorry I don't know It's so funny I, I knew you were saying that Before it came I out of your mind I literally Think about it all the time Because I always go Hi I'm PJ I'm Whatever I'm PJ And I get all their names And then I'm sitting there And I'm like Fuck I don't remember One of them You literally And I used to think I was bad for names And I love living with you Because you're Shit I'm for names so And my rational fear Is that one of them Will just be talking And then they'll stop The conversation Turn to me and go PJ what's my name And I just go I'm so sorry <laughs> I've no clue But that's why I think You always have to give you The caveat When you're meeting the person I always say I'm so bad with names Yeah And I just call them love Yeah I remember your face Yeah <laughs> Remember faces not names Anyway Anyway This is an episode About rational fears Is it <laughs> yeah, We actually no. could do We could Boogeyman That's the, name of, that's the title no <laughs> This week is Boogeyman <laughs> It was not about disco. <laughs> okay, confession time, girls. Confession. We didn't stay on the roof. Didn't stay on the roof, but also, sorry, not sorry. But also, you wouldn't expect us to have a G. You love us too much. Yeah, I feel like they didn't expect us to last the night. My back be wrecked. Your back would be wrecked, and also, I didn't want to jeopardise having a productive day the next day for a bad night's sleep. Also, it's after getting freezing, right? It's not. It I is. think it's still quite mild. I think the is weather's miserable. Is that why you leave the bathroom window open the whole time? No. <laughs> why are we bringing up the bathroom window again after talking about it all day? Kevin be killing me because I shower with the bathroom window closed. First of all, there's people listening who are audibly gasping right now, hearing that you shower with the bathroom window closed. But I open it afterwards. That doesn't matter, babe. You need to leave it open from when you go in. If I wanted an outdoor shower, I'd fucking build an outhouse out the back. You know what I mean? Well, you wouldn't because you couldn't put up rails in your bedroom, but... <laughs> but you know what I mean? You need to, because the thing is, when I went away for that, like, extended Christmas break two years ago, and I came back, the walls were black with the damp. Because it was winter and the house is shit. No, because you didn't ventilate, darling. <laughs> 
But it's true. It's all you have to ventilate. But back home, would you not open the window? See, sometimes I feel like, oh, is he just doing it because he's renting? No, I do post-shower open the wind. But <laughs> you need to do it from the start. We'll pick this up offline. But why would you not? You couldn't... The thing is, when you're in the shower, it's warm water coming down on top of you. But you'll be perished then when you get out. I think it's stunning having a blast of cold air. Really? As you're showering, no? I love that for you. <laughs> will you actually need to start doing it or will have a falling out? Oh, really? What are you saying it like that for? We've talked about it today and you're going to do it. Okay. Sorry, that sounds like I'm really controlling. But that's actually... That's not me being particular. That's a general thing. Oh, really? Let's see. Who, who showers with the window open? It, Message us. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is a thing though, but anyway. Let's send to the page. Huh? I don't think it is. Well, if they're not, they should. <laughs> well, if everyone gets back and send their showers with their clothes, I can show with their clothes. Okay. Dear. Actually, yeah. So what are we doing? Instagram poll? We're going to do a poll. Poll on Instagram. If who shower, Do you shower with your window open or closed? And if you say closed, I get to keep it closed in the shower. Okay, but on the condition that... When the walls become black with the damp, you'll have to paint it because I'm the one who slaved over the summer painting it. But let's see what the poem says. Yeah, but I'm saying, I'm saying, if you win it, yeah, and if other people, you can't give like a terms and conditions if no, I there win. Is. I'm, I'm, no, but you'll still get <laughs> no, your no, way. No, there is. No, 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 there is. <laughs> okay. You'll be able to close the window, but you'll have to paint the okay, wall. Okay, pinky me. Oh, pinky. That was hot. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to this week's team, girlies. Come on. You snapped. I love the snap. Go for it. This week's theme is... Iconic Duos. Alexa, play Me and You by Cassie. I, I love it. Love this song. Me and You, featuring Cassie. They're featuring Cassie. Spotify. What? Is it the right song? Oh. It is the right song. Listen to that. This song gets better with age. It does. It's like a fine wine. Mm-hmm. The iconic duos her in the dance studio. Is this the flute? What's that? What nice? <laughs> no! No! <laughs> no! 2020. Alexa! Stop! Who was that? What the fuck? Who was that in our kitchen? I'm petrified. Sorry, but that was V scary. <laughs> Alexa, play Cassie on Spotify. That's hardly gonna work. If it does, I'm gonna rage. This is Cassie from Spotify. <laughs> oh, maybe. Ah! Yes! I'm kind of raging, but also weak that we got the track. You don't have to say the title. <laughs> Alexa knows. <laughs> Alexa knows Cassie's pop. Oh. This is Cassie from Spotify. What? We know, babe, you just said it. Oh, well, she's given us the intro again, which I'm not she's mad wrong. about. She's locked. Remind me to tell you something about Alexa that I found out during the week. Okay. Headroll. Headroll. I think it's kind of killed the song for Head me. Roll. It's A little bit. Take it to the shoulders, girls. Right, left. Here we go. And. Forward at the same time. Down. To the chest. Forward. Back. Forward. Back. Side. 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 Slow ripple. Slap the thighs. Hips. 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 Rock. Rock. Back. Forward. Step to the side and turn. Pull. Strong. 
Hedwig. Hedwig. Walk to the mirror. Walk away. Walk to the mirror. Six, seven, eight, and boom. Scat. I've been waiting, waiting. Making that, making that move. Tell me if you like it. I've been waiting, waiting. Make a move now. Baby, tell me if you like it. Alexa, stop. She listens to me now, babe. She's mine, so don't. Well, she's obviously not. She's pure rebellious. Is she going through her teenage years? It's because I wasn't talking to her all week because she actually scared the shit out of me. Because basically, watch this. Alexa. What are you doing? What time is it? That's terrifying. Kevin. Yeah, it scared the shit out of me the other night because I was just whispering because I was like in bed and I was just like not going to shout at her. And if you whisper, there's a thing called whisper mode, which I never knew about. She whispers back. That's terrifying. I didn't sleep. She sounds like a demon. She sounds like a demon. I didn't sleep a wink. I'm going to throw her into the bath. Just unplug her to be safe. Don't throw her in the bath, babe. That's just silly, actually. Just so you know, obviously, don't ever do put electricals in the bath. I think we... Well, people know not to fucking put an Alexa in the bath when they're in it. (laughs) Yeah, but you kind of said you were going to do it. To kill her. Yeah, but people listen to us, you see. I feel anyway, like hold. we got there in the end, girlies. What a bop. What a bop. Did you dirty money squad? What other Cassie bop is there? Because you got a long way to go. Because you got a long way to go. That was her sequel. But I just love me and you when she goes from sneakers to heels and you know it's about to go Sneakers off. to heels. You know she's ready. She was ready. She was. It's a good walking bop. It's a really good walking bop as well. I do love it. I don't know too much about Cassie. So basically, after Got a Long Way to Go, she kind of disappeared for a bit. She went away. She shaved off half her head, and then she got big in the States. I remember she did something with her hair. Yeah. She done the half shaved. Yeah. And then did she release more work? Stamina. <gasps> Sounds stunning. Do you not know Stamina? No. Girlies. I love it already. You all have to listen to Stamina. Will we ask Alexa? Oh, I've her plugged out. And also, I'm not asking her anything ever again. She's terrifying. What the heck? Anyway, girlies, this week's theme is, is... iconic duos. <laughs> because everyone's always asking how me and Kevin met and became iconic duos. No, we sound like dickheads. I knew we shouldn't have said iconic duos. No, I told you. Let's not pick that as the theme. No, basically, people are always asking about how we met and first impressions of each other. Yeah. And then we're going, we were like, we link that to other duos who are iconic. Yeah. That sounds more humble, right? That's a bit more humble. A bit indulgent, but not overly so. Also, you know us with the themes, girl. Loose. Yeah. They're loose. <laughs> Very loose. Oh, we were talking there earlier about how funny that, was it episode 14 or something? That we did an episode on sleep. I know. But it's so funny because I remember at that point we were like, we've exhausted everything. <laughs> we're like, let's do one on sleep. How funny that we just did a whole episode on sleep. Anyway, I'll have to give that a listen. But like, me and Kevin are so confused because, right, we thought yeah. that we talked about how we met so many times. So many times. But people are saying that we haven't. People have said that we haven't. And see, we're not good sources to go by because... We never remember what we makes an episode. We never remember what ends up in the, in the episode. Eps. So, yeah. like, we're going to have to, like, take your word on it. And if you do know how we met, don't ruin it for anyone. No spoilers. <laughs> I feel like we have said 
how we met before, but I feel like we brushed over it maybe. Okay. Well, maybe not, that's the issue. Well, there's not much to tell. Like, it's quite easy. So we would just go for it. Yeah, but we could talk about our first impressions of each other yeah. then. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, okay. Okay, so it's a cold winter's night, right? Is it winter? Just autumn. Let's set the scene. Was it? Okay, it was a cold autumn's night. It sounds like we're starting off an Irish essay. Yeah. You know, the way you'd be like... Do you know what I mean? Oh, like Osquilga. Yeah, but no, obviously we're not doing Osquilga. Good tubbing. Good tubbing. Hit Kevin Aaron new lore. Tonic on her car, no snaguiha. That means Kevin. Suddenly Kevin hit the floor and ambulance came. Brish, rack, agus rula bula, a mock of and skulla. Anyway. Vion, shroud, or dufladina. Anyway. Alima Cara. Um. It was a fine autumn's evening. It was a fine. It was cold. It was something. It was definitely cold. I think I was wearing a hoodie, or you were, but you always wear hoodies back then. <laughs> I was teaching <laughs> hip hop dance classes in the Magic Arena in Cork for UCC. Yeah. And I was living my best life. I thought I was the bitch. I used to have a little boombox speaker that I carried around with me. You also had a basic white gay quiff. I did have a basic white gay quiff, which I don't think gets enough airtime. <laughs> I would love to see the quiff make a comeback. I just think of you now as PJ with the shaved head. I think you would take on a completely new persona if you had a quiff. You know, I got notions the other night at 3am and I was Googling how to grow your hair really quickly. And I was like, I'm going to grow my hair really long. But you can't do it now because I feel like that's part of the package. No, I'm going to grow it a smally bit, I think. Like, well, that's all going up. Yeah, shut <laughs> up. When Tommy grows up. Tommy's always bald, isn't he? I think when he grows up and they all grown up. He has hair. Oh, really? Yeah, he's bald because he's a baby. Ah, that makes sense. <laughs> bald babies look so weird, don't they? Did they? It's like, why don't they have hair? Like... Anyway, I was doing my dancing bits with my check shirt tied around my waist. You did. Like I always do. And then, it's usually all girls there, obviously, because it was like a hip-hop dance class and like all the lads were shitting to come in because they're fragile masculinity. In walks <laughs> in... Kevin Toomey. So at this point, I was already dancing with the Jazz Society. <laughs> I know you mightn't think it, girls. I'm very MT, very jazzy. Love a kickball change. Love a jazz round de jump. I love a change of weight. You do. A pounce on the foot. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I remember I was thinking, I want to switch it up. I want to make it a bit more... Urban. Urban. I, I hate it when urban. people say urban. I was going to say groovy, but also I don't know groovy. what to say. But you know what I mean? I remember some of the girls who were going to your class were like, oh my God, it's a scream. You gotta go. And also, I had seen on Facebook, because obviously we were both dancing, but we never Mesh. met each other before. But I knew people who danced with you and mm-hmm. had done your choreography. PJ at the time had um, a dance crew going <laughs> called Paroxysm, right? Loving the name, <laughs> very much chaotic. And I remember thinking, oh my God, I'd love to, I don't know, be able to do that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because the thing was, people kind of knew I danced right. And I was always thinking like, oh, if I was ever in the club and like, you know, uh, like a circle formed around me, I'd be able to whip out a routine. But like, I'm not going to be able to whip out like... Kicks across the floor. Kicks across the floor or like Padabore, Dublin Pirouette. Well, that would kind of be iconic. Also iconic, but as well like... Not back in the day. I want to be able to switch it from Liza to like, you know, step up to the streets. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I wanted mm. to give you both. I wanted to be more versatile. More versatile. So that's why I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to PJ's hip-hop class in UCC. So basically as well, yeah, I was in UCC at the time studying commerce of French. 
And then I was in the class and I was kind of up to 90 because I never had really a boy like in my class. A hot boy. Not hot. Na 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 na. You're way hotter now. Was I hot at the time at all? Oh, you got way hotter when you came out as gay, I think. But what was what was your impression of me at the time? Did you I know, know I was gay? I knew you were kind of gay. What do you mean? As in like, I was like, this guy's obviously gay, which kind of, that's what was making me nervous because I was like, he's going to I made know. you nervous. Because I was like, he's going <laughs> to know I'm gay, you know, because I was oh, in the closet. So okay. I was like, I was like, fuck, he's going to know I'm gay now because he's gay. Yeah. But then I found out that you're not out. So I was like, well, like I found out that you weren't gay, quotation marks, yeah. air quotes. Mm-hmm. But then I remember doing the class and just being like, oh, you're lovely. And you kept coming back to my classes. Well, what I did was I did that class and I remember... I was very much out of my comfort zone. Do you know what I mean? And I did feel a bit awkward. I pushed my pupils, girlies. <laughs> I just like to challenge them. You know what I mean? But I remember, even in the warm-up, I was a bit like, oh my God, I'm like a gum. Do you know what I mean? Because I feel like jazz as well is kind of a bit more upright. There's a bit more posture to it. Yeah. There's a bit more carriage in the arm. Whereas you were telling me to let go of all of my training. You were saying, forget your foundations. We're going to get your body to move in a new way. I didn't say that. No, but that's the way I felt. Because everything was very bouncy. There was a lot of bend in the knees. Which in ballet we would have called a plie. But you were saying, no, we're going to make a parallel. We're throwing out the rule book, honey. And I was going, wow, this is all kind of alien to me. And I couldn't, like, I don't know. I still even think I'm a bit... I'm still very jazzy. You're still very jazzy. Yeah, but I remember I was like doing it and I was like, actually, this is a scream as well. And as well, because the songs we were doing it to, I was living for the gay box. Yeah, I was living for the gay box. So that's what caught me unaware with you. I was like, you gave me a lot of masculine energy. Because as well, I think a lot of the guys that I would have danced with up until then were like similar to myself, very MT. Very jazzy, mm. very Liza. Very Liza. Whereas, as I mentioned, you were kind of giving me a bit more of a, a rougher vibe. Oh, yeah, I love was that. You were mad into your baggies. I used to always do my Leos and my skin tights. <laughs> I did. And you were like, oh, you want to wear baggy? And then I was like, I don't know. I thought you were very, and I use this with air quotes. There's going to be a lot of air quotes in this episode, apparently. <laughs> cool. Cool, oh Yeah, I thought you were cool. You always describe me as cool and it makes me it like, like mortified. <laughs> it makes you sound like the less cool person. It makes me sound like the nerdiest person ever. But I remember I was like, oh my god, this is a scream. But one thing you did in the class and in my first class, which traumatised me and I was like, I'll never be able to go back. You used to get us to dance it in like tiny groups and then he'd get us to all sit along the mirror. This is chaotic. And used to be like, okay, pick out the person who caught your eye. And then PJ would give... Now, it's actually great because as a teacher you were doing great work and you were going yeah, above and beyond. but also calm down. But also calm your taste. We're in Cork and we're all just going there for a laugh. Me, if you want to make it. <laughs> you got, if you want to be somebody, you're going to want to go somewhere or you're going to wake up and pay attention. But I remember as well, you used to give us all feedback. And I remember yeah. my first class, you were like, yeah, and you were just... You were really like kind of supportive. You know what I mean? You were like... Mm-hmm. You can tell you were like, you picked up the choreography and stuff, but you were like, you need to work at loosening up. And I remember being like... And I went away and I remember the whole week in my head I was kind of going, I need to loosen up. And I was pure like going around the place, you know, trying to be a bit freer. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know, carrying my backpack on the one shoulder. You know what I mean? Just being a bit more... Loosey goose. I feel like that's not the first time you heard that feedback in your career, was it? Oh, no. Loosen up. But I'm just an appetite person in general. I love to see you do the jazz, so I think you're fab. You love me doing the jazz. I love you in jazz. And I love you doing the hip-hop-y. We need to calm down. But also, so that was kind of the first encounter. And I remember, because this is something we get a lot as well, which is just weird. 
Not weird, but people are like, oh my god, gay lads, friends, what's the story? Yeah. Kevin's obviously a flat, does PJ fancy him? And <laughs> I can only speak from my perspective. I don't, this is so weird because this is if I'm like really opening up to you and yeah. like admitting something that I haven't before. Well, I'm, but I'm not going to say I fancied you. Oh my god, you love no, me. but I remember there was definitely an appreciation there first of all because I thought you were a phenomenal dancer and also and then I'm not saying I was attracted to you again because right. I feel like this is the end of the podcast because I feel like I'm making things very weird are you trying to weird. kiss me? <laughs> help no I mean like I I'm attracted to people who can A dance well mm-hmm. that's hot right? yeah that is hot and yeah. secondly um, you could tell you were very motivated do you know yeah. what I mean? I was like, here's this guy, he's the same age as me, he's starting doing his own classes. I knew through the grapevine you were already looking to go to London, so I was like, that's kind of hot. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't attracted to you. I know what you mean. Do you know what I mean? I know what you mean. Because I was kind of like, not to make it weird as well. What? No, but I wasn't like, physically attracted to you. But you were into it. But I was like, oh, he seems like an open-minded person. Yeah. Like, he's always... He's like, everyone loves him. He's hilarious. Oh, my girl, he's had my back. And, like, you were very... I remember you being very polite. Oh, but you know what? And a scream. Put that in my gravestone, because that's something I want to be remembered by. But then, as well, you were very... Like, because me, I didn't know Kevin that long at all, right? But we got, we got close quite quick when we were in core. Yeah, I decided that the one class a week wasn't enough for me. PJ was also doing a drop-in class at the Karate Clinic on Shandon Street. It's the Karate Club. What's it called? The Karate Clinic. Oh, sorry. No, but it's because the name of your school was the Choreo Clinic. I love to brand everything, girlies. But he literally had t-shirts out and all. I said the place wasn't open the wet week. And basically, I started doing that class as well during the week. And yeah, and I think I remember there was one time then we were like, we go for drinks after the class or something. Yeah, was we, it? Well, we used to always do this. We ended up getting, all becoming friends then. We used to like go to the class and then drink in the and then go for place. a few drinks. Can we say that? No, I don't think so. <laughs> we used to have a few drinks after. <laughs> well, we're not, what are they going to do? What if I want to do a workshop and I go back? <laughs> <laughs> we used to have, you know, we used to have a free drinks inside the club yeah. when we finished the class. And we used to have a scream. And then, like, it was the year when everything was happening. So, like, if we ever went out as a dance college, like, you'd come with us. Yeah. You I was big. like a batsman, was I? No, you were alleged. And then it was my um, I was doing this fundraiser skitting, like obviously because like I got into a dance academy in London, and I was like, how am I gonna afford to go? Yeah. No money. So I was like doing everything. So I was teaching like workshops, and I was like doing like children's classes, and then I was having this fundraiser. And I used to work in this hotel in Montanelli in Cork. And uh, they get great airtime off us. I know they gave me the function room anyway for free before they got it all done up and got snobby. This was back in the day. <laughs> And they, they lost one of themselves. They gave me the function for free to have my fundraiser skitting like the things that we sh- I should have been fundraising for now in the world, and I was fundraising for me to go to London to go to dance college. Ah, uh, but still, it was your dream, and you I was following to make the it dream. Happen. I thought it was Honey Daniels, and um, put on like was choreographing the whole show, and then I asked you to MC it, and you swear I had been asked to present the Royal Variety Show. <laughs> I remember being like, "This is a huge honor." It's a big ask of me. I'd never really hosted anything. Do you know what I mean? I was a child. But it, it, you were unreal. But do you know people still talk about how unreal you are hosting my fundraiser in car? But the thing was, I was like, well, you've asked me to do it. And I hadn't really met your family, really, at that yeah. point. The only friends I knew were the other ones who were dancing. I was like, it's a big ask. And also, I did feel like there was a lot on the line because I really was like... 
when you decided that you wanted to go in because I was the one like going to your classes and was like oh my god you're this amazing dancer I was like this is a very ass looking episode very ass looking episode isn't it a bit disgusting a bit but anyway <laughs> anyway girlie stick with us but I remember I was like oh I'd love for him to go away so anyway I was like really committed to the cause you know me girlies I love my charity work and um, you also just were delighted because it was like a part you on stage and it was all about you it wasn't about me it was about your I know but you also got to like perform when do we talk about the bit that you use the money to buy new trainers? <laughs> PJ, a week later after the fundraiser, bearing in mind, we'll go back to the fundraiser, but just to cut forward to a week later, PJ had up on his Snapchat story to news a pair of shoes, and I got, is he serious? We needed them for college. You didn't need Air Jordans for the college. I never owned a pair of Air Jordans in my you life. You because I screenshot and I sent it into one of my WhatsApp groups, and I said, look what he's spending the fundraising money on. <laughs> <laughs> and I dragged you. But anyway, we did have a scream today, the fundraiser. And Kevin has like a script that he wrote for it and it's so funny you have to read it out. Basically, when I was home over the summer, I was like clearing out one of the uh, drawers in my room and I had found... Now, I went overboard. I had like five typed pages of like sheets of like potential jokes and like icebreakers and little like games we could do and like little things we could do in case there was any technical difficulties. Bearing in mind also would like to say was also dancing in Seth You also danced in the fundraiser. Jesus babe, you had a crazy night. I got this feeling on a summer day <laughs> when you were gone. We remember that song that was out ages ago. I love that song. We were upset. Iconic pa. Well you did do a routine to it. Where would I find I took a picture, did I send it? Yeah, you sent to it to me on WhatsApp. WhatsApp. Let's try and find it there and pause One it. One second. Right, have it. Obviously, not going to read out the whole thing because it's a long... It's a show. It's, <laughs> it's a long set. But anyway, starts off, fat penguin, right? What? No one reacts. Then I say, just thought I'd say something to break the ice. Jesus. Now, saying it back now, I want to vomit. But on the night, it definitely... It did, definitely went down well. It produced a reaction. Anyway, then cut into like me giving a bit of background about how I met PJ like literally three months previous and he was already asking me to host his show or whatever. But Did I have any ha- friends? Did you have any friends? I'm wondering. Anyway. But one of the running jokes I had in it that I had started before the fundraiser, I was telling everyone in Cork that PJ stood for Penelope Jacobs. You know, that still really annoys me. <laughs> I have you on my phone as Penelope Jacobs. You just Kevin just decided it one day is actually a form of bullying. But I actually think if PJ didn't stand for Patrick Jeremiah and it could stand for something else. I actually now I actually would love it to stand now for you love it. Jacobs. But I think at the time Fragile Masculinity. Fragile Masculinity. That's the thing, girls. A lot of the time it comes down to that. What else did we go down to? Oh, and then I was taking the piss out of the fact that you had started the dance group called Paroxysm. And I thought everyone was like, oh, it sounds really cool. But I was like, nobody actually knows what it means. So I was like, I'm going to, you know, reveal all. And basically I said, "Um, this is a group that PJ and his friends started. And PJ choreographs and manages the group. If you Google the word Paroxysm, the results come up as... Noun. A sudden attack or violent expression of a particular emotion or activity. Or two... A sudden recurrence or attack of a disease. A suddening worsening of symptoms. I said, which definition is more accurate? You decide. Tonight, they're performing a collection <laughs> of their greatest hits. Paroxysm. Iconic. Iconic. Girls, hire him for your next gig. But the thing was, I remember, was a halfway through the set, someone came up to me and was like, you are deep throat in the microphone. And I remember then that threw me off. 
Also, like, you weren't, you were really good. Was I? Yeah. Thank you so much. No, literally, like, I was odd for how good you are. I was like, it's oh. my fundraiser and you're better than me. Stop it, yeah. No, you were so good. It was really good. Yeah. Anyway. But you were really good and you, like, put the whole thing together and I was like, oh my God. We love each other, girls. And I, but, like, to be fair, I was like, look at this and we've raised all this money and you bought your shoes. Um, <laughs> and then I went to London. <laughs> oh, No. No, no. We need to talk about the runaway present. So, right? Then, obviously, because, like, there's this dramatic thing. If you're a dancer from, like, any... If you're a dancer from any small town in Ireland, girls, you know. When you're leaving to go to your dance college, it's like the world is ending. Yeah. You have a million going away party. You think when you land here, you're going to become the next feckin', I don't know, Channing Tatum or something. Um, so you have all these going away parties and I had a going away party where everyone was like, oh, I'm going to miss you so much. Like, they'll all get me, like, presents and stuff. Adina Menzel I was instead of Channing Tatum But go on Who's Adina Menzel? What? Oh from Wicked Not just Wicked babe That's one of our many Rachel Barry's mum Yes Rachel Berry by the way I never knew she was from Cork (laughs) Rachel Barry from Glee But anyway um, It's so extra and everyone's like getting all emotional Yeah Kevin rocks up to my going away drinks Like all the lads from home and like all the girls He got me a pic collage of like all pictures of me that he got from my social media. <laughs> it was it. And had like loads no, of was quotes it. written on them. No, it wasn't even that. It was. First of all, it wasn't just pics that I'd gotten of you. There was pics of us in it too, obviously. Oh, was there? But there was one or two group pics and stuff. Oh, <laughs> there was that picture of you doing the back catch. Remember when you were doing it up against the window? Yeah. PJ was like grabbing his leg from behind, but he could kind of do it, but not really. That was in it. And then there was disgusting, chaotic quotes. They were like, They were Was it like Follow your dreams or? And like Don't wait for the storm to pass Learn to dance in the rain Oh that Just stupid shit That at the time I was thinking This is so sentimental He's gonna be bawling crying No just to remind everyone We're both still in the closet Like heavily in the closet here Both very much Homosexuals No we were hetero <laughs> Sorry we were hetero no, we were homos Were we hetero homo We were homos in the hetero yeah. world Yeah exactly that We weren't out No no, and then we'll say, but we just cut forward to you moving away. Yeah, moved away then. And then you moved away, and then we drifted far base, but always kind of like knew each other. I knew that you were there. I remember you came home and you would do like a class, and I would do it, or we would find each other out in the tiles. Yeah, we'd always see each other on the tiles. Yeah, and also because you went the year before me, and I came. I came, I was auditioning that year then when you were already over there. And you stayed with us and stuff. And I stayed with you and Seven Sisters and I thought, you know what, the dream is over. I don't want to do this anymore. I don't or want to how, here. the first apartment I lived in in London, lads. Cracked in. like a cracked in. Cracked, can we say cracked in on the pod? I don't know, I don't think so. Well, it was, well, I, think, I think cracked in would be offended at me referring to where you lived as a cracked in because it's, it was it's, disgusting. it's being unfair to them. But yeah, so it really scared Kevin when he came to audition. <laughs> but I remember, I was just scared. I was kind of scared of London in general. Mm-hmm. London can be very daunting, like, when you're going over kind of by yourself. You know yeah, I mean? no, it can, like. It can be. I tip my hat off to anyone going away, following their dreams, and, you know, just trying to make things happen by themselves. Because I'm like, you know what? Fortune favours the brave. And Gurney's like, we're not trying to put you off. Like, go follow the dreams. Yeah. Because, like, even if you don't end up doing what you set out to do, you loads of opportunities will open up just because you like were brave and went for something. Yeah. So that's basically kind of how we met. Yeah, it is. Yeah, basically. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> but that is it, right? No, that is how we met. I feel like I just feel such a sense of relief of getting that out there because if we receive one more DM of people going, "How did you meet?" 
We're blocking you. I'm sorry. You're getting blocked, actually. Because the last day I snapped in the Q&A episode when someone asked us. Oh, yeah. And then they were like, why did PJ snap? Because we never heard the story. And oh, they goes, that oh, Sammy. Was that was why I was thinking we had revealed it twice. No. So that's definitely it. But that's like in, like, like that's a very that's like, detailed description. No of more questions. Met. No more questions, Your Honor. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think we need to talk about actual iconic duos now. Because we just spoke about us for half the episode. But I was talking about... I know, but like actual <laughs> iconic yeah, duos. Actual iconic duos. Who is there? There's mm. like I know they're obviously nineties sensations, but like yeah. T and Tamara. T and Tamara, yeah, you have them. I was gonna say Tom and Jerry. You love Tom and Jerry. But when you think about it, if you were to say like two names that just go together, kind of like Tom and Jerry. Mary Kate and Ashley. Yeah. Bugs and Daffy, why am I not animated? I don't know, you love cartoons, do you? I loved cartoons growing up. Really? Oh my god. Used to run down the stairs on a Saturday morning to make sure I got the remote control because if my brother got down first, he'd have, we would, he'd have claim over it and we'd be watching WWE all morning. No. And I wasn't able for it. There was only so much I could look at the rest of us and be like, oh my god, this is <laughs> hot. But at the same time, I wanted my cartoons on a Saturday morn. You do, you need them. I wanted my attitude. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. What other iconic duos? What other iconic duos are there? People... Hmm. With the cock destroyers. I can't really do the accent, can I? I don't think the girlies will know who they are, will they? they? Will. The cock destroyers are like universal. Oh, yeah, they are. And breaking boundaries. They are stunning, I do love them. Sophie Anderson and Rebecca Ferguson. <laughs> That's her name. No, it's Rebecca Moore. Oh my god, we love them. We love them. What other iconic duos are there? Um. Hmm. People. People, okay, people. Or. Otherwise, what you're saying like peanut butter and jelly? I didn't get that. I don't know why that came into my head because I've never had it. I was thinking more like tails and bread and butter. Yeah. Is that that's... very like boring, very oh, I'm Irish, look at me. Yeah, but it's a good starting point. Do you know what's a classic Irish thing that no one's talking about? Well, chipsticks and club orange. Thank you for saying it. That's stunning. I tip my hat to you, sir. You have to stick as many chipsticks in your mouth as you can. Well, and then you Would go you have for a few? club orange. Because you need them all to disintegrate into a big blob in the okay. middle of I used to think I kind of had a love-hate relationship with chipsticks because they were those 
a monster munch were the worst for getting stuck in the back of your teeth. Yeah. Weren't they? They are so bad. Those monster munch and holy communion, the back of your teeth, <laughs> they'd be there for days. There was nothing worse. Nothing worse. And it was at a time when we all had the manual toothbrushes. <laughs> you couldn't do much with them. What is? Other iconic jewels, come on. What about a rogue entry from Chicken? Hear me out on this. Chicken and Limbo. Chicken Limbo. Does anyone remember Chicken Limbo? All my Fisher Price girlies, where are you at? What do you mean? Limbo. Like the game. Do you know the Limbo where you do the back bend under the stick? Yeah, what's was... Chicken have to do with it? <laughs> there was a game called Chicken Limbo and we used to always play it out down Delaney's back. But I think it was my Chicken Limbo set. I used to like always like go off the rails when it came to Christmas and get the most stupid gifts. Oh, really? But Chicken Limbo actually wasn't stupid because we had hours of fun. There are some chaotic games. Like, that's dangerous, right? That's a dangerous game. But you know what game? Definitely murdered a few kids. Oh. Swing ball. Swing ball. There was definitely a few times, like, Lindsay belted the <laughs> tennis ball and it wrapped around my neck, like, and nearly choked me to death. Not a sponsor post for Swing Ball and Chicken Limbo, by the way. <laughs> Also, on Iconic Duos, I feel we can't let this section go amiss without giving a mention to one of my favourite X Factor auditions of all time, and that is none other than the iconic Abby Lisa. Who? Please tell me you remember Abby Lisa Shane Ward, that's my goal. No. They were chaotic pairing. They were like best friends, I think, right? But they came out and it was at the time when in the uh, live auditions they had like a guest judge okay. on the panel. Yeah. And it just so happened to be Natalie and Bruglia on this occasion, right? And basically they did a shit audition. And at the end, Natalie and Bruglia was like, oh, like, you know, not impressed at all. She was yeah. like, oh, kind of shocking. And, and then I think it was Abby. Well, they're the same person in my eyes, but one of them just goes, sorry, but who are you? I know this. And then the other one snapping. And the other one then gives her a smack in the face. Half boxes all around the gaff. <laughs> she literally slaps her into next week. It's honestly, girls, if you haven't seen it yet, watch it. And even if you've seen it already, go back and watch it again. I want that album. Where are they now? I do remember actually one of them went and did page three. I think I'm it was the dead. one who gave her one a box. Because if I remember so correctly... Uh, she was wearing a pair of boxing gloves around her neck in the pick. I'm dead. Hilarious. Okay, girls, so iconic duos are obviously instantly recognisable and you always associate one with the other. Mm-hmm. So, like... Salt and pepper. Yeah, or, like, iced coffee and, like, oat milk. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, people, two halves, but, like, I'm dying for an iced coffee and oat milk right now. Well, it would be espresso and oat milk, wouldn't it? would be the duo. Okay, whatever, if you want to get technical. <laughs> anyway, so we have a list of iconic duos here that we're going to test each other on. So we have separate lists of. Yeah. Whilst we're on the subject of espresso and oat milk, it's espresso. It's not espresso. It's the Tesco Espresso. It's Espresso. <laughs> Sorry, that's one of my pippies. But anyway, continue. I'm glad you got that off your chest. Are you ready? Are you... Wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait. So I'm going to do one, then you get it right, and then you do one. You know what I mean? Well, I might get it right. Is oh, there a right no. and wrong answer, or is it just word association, the first thing that pops into my no, head? No, you need to name the duo. The duo. The, the other pair. Okay. So if I said, for example, if I said Kevin, you'd say PJ. Yes. Or give me another example, because that's obviously a really silly example. If I said... Mary Kate, you say Ashley. Ashley. Okay, perfect. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Ready? Yeah. Bonnie. Clyde. Thelma. Louise. Batman. Robin. Good. <laughs> Hannibal Lecter. Uh, I don't know. The mask. Who eats? The lambs. 
<laughs> I suppose, yeah, I'll give you that. It's Clarice. Hello, Clarice. I didn't know that. I don't like scary movies, so I never really watched it. Oh, really? I know the general, like, concept of the show. Paris Hilton. Um, and uh, Nicole Richie. Good, that's hot. <laughs> um, Podrick. Uh, Kozlik. <laughs> Was I meant to say me? What does Kozlik mean? He's a Kozlik growing up. He can never shift it. Um, Phil. Lil. Good. I was actually going to say Nula, but I... Oh my God, I missed a trick there. And Nula. Also, I would just like to say, Nula sent my mum a card for her birthday last week. And at the end, the sign-off was, from your partner in crime. And I wanted to cry to you. Yeah, it was so cute. That was so cute. But my mum didn't have her reading glasses on, so she didn't know who it was. (laughs) Oh yeah, she thought it was like some random from our past, did she? (laughs) Yeah, she did. (laughs) Fred Astaire? And Ginger Rogers? Yeah, girl, well done. I love my old school. You're very good at that. Okay, now your turn. Right, okay. Um, I'm actually going to try. Okay. Really hard. Mario. Luigi. Yeah. Um, the Fox. And the Oven. <laughs> what the fuck is The Fox about, like? The Fox and the Hound, one of the saddest movies I've ever seen in my life. Why? Because the fox is haunted. Yeah. But I think at the end they actually make get married. Friends. They make friends again at the end, oh, which obviously isn't a realistic depiction of nature because that's not what happens. Um, thunder, lightning, um, yeah, um, <laughs> uh, Popeye, spinach. Yeah, I actually will give you that. Who was there? Uh, Olive, the friends. There was Popeye and Olive. Oh really? Yeah. I thought Popeye was kind of a zaddy. I was kind of into it, like, especially when he ate the spinach. Poor spinach, Popeye, like, I would be all about that. Except then, would he have it in his teeth? Would he have it in his teeth? That's, That's what I was my thinking. only concern. Yeah. But, like, before it, he's a bit of a twink. And then when he has the spinach, he turns into a bit of a zaddy. But does he have many teeth? I don't know. He gives me Jean-Paul Gaultier vibes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Very JPG. That's a collab waiting to happen. <laughs> um. Okay. Um, Dorothy Perkins I'll give you that as well Love it I'll give you that I was The clothes for, I was looking for Toto Oh Dorothy Perkins And any woman in Cork <laughs> That's a duo Okay girls It's time for Memno's best <laughs> Let's get this advice Let's heal the world Right First up is Neil Carby My question today Is how to deal With a close friend Who isn't respecting Your time and always cancelling plans. Oh, well, dear listener, we all have commitments with our daily routine and work commitments, but also need downtime as we are social beings and need friends and companions unless we choose otherwise. Now you say it's a close friend, so there is some rapport there. Again, I would say talk to them as there must be some reason that plans are cancelled and just come to some arrangement to make one definite day or night for the moment. Then, as things improve, as I'm sure it will, make further plans. Maybe your friend has something bothering them, which is difficult to share. Do talk, 
and good luck. Oh. I think my mum's so funny because she always just assumes the best in people. Like, she just assumes that the friend wasn't, like, not able and going to cancel. She's like, there's obviously something going yeah. on that's wrong, so just give him a chance and reschedule. Yeah, I do think she was quite diplomatic in that sense, in this, or that she sees the good in everyone. Yeah. But see, in my opinion, right, because I've had this issue with people before, mm-hmm. and I think that time is one of our most... Or, like, one of my most, like, valued resources, right? Exactly. No, and like, I agree. Maybe not so much at the moment. We have a bit more free time and stuff. But, like, say now, like, if you're busy before all this was going on, everything that's happening in the world, and, like, you, like, arranged to meet up with someone, or, like, you've arranged plans to meet up with someone, you've, like, jigged your week around a bit, like, and then if they cancel on you, right, fair enough if it's one's off. Then I would, what I would do in that sense is I would leave it to, the, leave it to that person to organise... Mm-hmm. The, the next time. For the next time. And I'd be like, okay, you try and sort something out, but you'll have to work around me and my schedule. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I think you'll know as well deep down, like, if someone's cancelling for a genuine reason. Yeah. Or, and you'll see patterns, so go with what you feel. Like, if you feel like they're, you're just not a priority and they're kind of taking your time for granted, then just stop making the effort. Yeah. Your mum's a lovely person. I know, isn't she? But, like, she's so lovely. She just always sees the good in yeah. someone, like, no matter what. See, I would do as well, but then there's, like, it's the whole thing of... Once, okay. It's like twice. Was that once, one? Shame on you. Yeah. Me twice, shame on me. That's the thing. Yeah. What did Britney say again? It's Britney, bitch. <laughs> Onto your man, girly. Okay, Phil Toomey coming at us with another year of knowledge because she celebrated her birthday during the week. Woo! Don't look a day over 20, girl. Hi, everyone. My question this week is from a girl who's 26, moved out of home. She has her own place, but for the moment, uh, she's moved back in with the mum and dad um, and subletting uh, to make a couple of bob. Um, And I'd say the constant questioning is driving her daft, you know, along the lines of where are you going, who you're going to meet, what time will you be back, that sort of thing. And uh, and I appreciate, you know, it must be very difficult. You're used to your your own space, your privacy. And then all of a sudden, mum and dad are on your back. But it it's not that they're doing it in any way to annoy you, I'm sure. I have a daughter. She's away and she comes back a couple of weekends a month. And I would always ask her what's up where are you off to what time will you be back are you staying overnight will I keep a dinner um it's it's just something mums and dads do and you know you, you might be 26 but we don't think of that you know we don't say oh you're now 26 I won't be asking you anything you're grand you know we just like to know that you're safe and that you're okay and I suppose in times of Covid maybe too maybe they're a bit anxious as to who you're meeting and you know could you bring it back I'm not really sure but you know the fact that you're under their roof now uh, that may be the trade-off now you could also sit down and, and say it nicely you know I'm 26 years of age I can more or less look after myself appreciate that you have me staying in the house and that but honestly I'm fine so maybe ask them to to you know, stop with the questions, but it'll work out and don't dwell too much on it. You know, we're not going to have this COVID around forever and uh, enjoy. Maybe it's it, maybe it's a bit of special time now that you have with them and enjoy it uh, as opposed to it annoying the hell out of you. But sometimes, too, we do just have to, I suppose, you know, suck things up. OK, good luck. OK. 
That's fair enough, though. It is hard, like, living back with your parents. You know, like, even if I visit home, like, if mm. you visit home and then you're you're there for a long period of time, especially over Christmas or something like yeah. that, by the end of it, I am like... Mom, I'm just going out. Like, I go out yeah. all the time. Doesn't mean you don't love your parents, right? Yeah. Because I'm such a home bird. Same. Mad about my family. Mad about my mom. Mad about my dad. But once you get a taste of the freedom girlies, mm-hmm. once you get a sense of independence for yourself, I, f- I do think, like, I know when I've reached my limit at home and I'm yeah, like, okay, same. it's time to go back to my own space. But yeah, I think, you know what, dear one... Like, you've obviously just moved back home temporarily. It is going to be only temporarily. Yeah. At the same time, you are under your parents' roof. You should probably respect their rules. I suppose if the worst they're doing is asking you where you're going, you're getting off lightly. And as well, if you if you get a bit overwhelmed, just go out, pop in the podcast, girly, go for a stroll, just yeah. enjoy yourself and come back. And then if your dad keeps asking you, like, oh, where are you off to? Just say to get some D, and that will shut him up. <gasps> just traumatise him a bit. Then he won't ask again. Do you know what I mean? Because you are 26. You're well within your right to go off and get the D, so... No, yeah. that is chaotic advice. But also, if you do it, let us know how it let- goes. <laughs> let us know, because we would love to know how it goes down. During that whole man knows best section, I was so distracted by your eyelashes. Your eyelashes really? are a thing of beauty. Sometimes they just do their own thing. Do you know the way porn stars make like molds of their willies for like yeah. sex toys? I think you should make molds of your eyelashes for fake inserts for your for new fake merch. Fake eyelashes. Yeah. And you won't believe this, right? I think we've simply spoke about the eyelashes before, but I don't touch them with a curler. I don't put any product. I don't think there is any product on them. Oh yeah, I was, but like I don't put any oils or anything. <laughs> No, but you know what I mean? I don't do anything to them. Yeah, you don't condition them. them or anything. Don't do anything and they just... They are stunning, babe. Oh, you're as good to see this. No, I can't, like, you no, know, all I'm seeing is eyelash. Like, I can't notice any other feature on your face. I can just, you're just like a big eyelash to me now. Do you ever notice one feature on somebody's face and then you just can't see any other feature? You can't stop focusing yeah. on that one thing. Now, I love you for saying it, right? But I'm a bit... On the fence as to where I sit when people tell me that my best feature is my eyelashes. Because <laughs> I'm going, okay, that's so lovely of you to give me this compliment. Yeah. But on the other hand, I'm like, okay, so you're saying the best thing about me physically is the hair that's coming off my eyelids. Do you know what I mean? It is actually very rude. I mean, if someone's saying your eyes are stunning, I'd be like, oh my God. But it's your eyelashes. But people go, oh, will you have stunning eyelashes? And then going... <laughs> It's like someone going to me, PJ, your toenails are stunning. <laughs> it's actually the exact same thing. Do you know what I mean? I love it, but they are gorgeous. Thank you, and I'll take it for what it is. Anyway. Give me the flutter. I'm going to have to look away and then look back okay. over the left shoulder. Okay, you look kind of crazy. No, that was the, that, that actually isn't what I do. I was actually, I think the pressure I was hyping it up in the moment. You look like you were having a seizure. One second. That's how I look, you know, when I swim without goggles. Yeah. Anyway, one second. Go on, go on. Come up out of the water. One second. <laughs> Who, me? <laughs> You're no. just blinking. No, but you... What am I going to do? We'll try... Anyway, girlies, we'll put it up on the Patreon. <laughs> we'll put Kevin's flutter up on the Patreon. No, we won't. And you can judge for yourselves. We won't be putting it up on the Patreon, by the way. But anyway, that's the episode for this week, girlies. And girlies, we're going to leave you with the biggest iconic duos, which are Phil and Nula. Oh yeah! Oh my god, we didn't even mention them when we were talking iconic duos. Because they're the grand finale. Like, oh yeah! We're mentioning them now. They're the finale. Yeah. Curtain call. Curtain call. Take your bow, mammies. Love it. Anyway, girls, thanks so much for tuning in. 
Thanks so much for tuning in, girlies. We love you loads. Have a lovely week. It is starting to get a bit colder. Make sure you wrap up well. But also make sure you open the window when you're having your shower. Oh yeah, we must put that to poll up during the week. Mm-hmm. Just remember to do that. Yeah. Have a stunning week, girlies. Bye, girlies. Bye. 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 Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.